Good morning, everybody. We have a higher trade in the grain market here early on Monday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. Our corn futures up four cents at 5.46 and three quarters. March soybeans are up a quarter cent at 13.77 and a half. March Chicago wheat up three cents at 6.53 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat is up four and a half at 6.36 and a quarter. March spring wheat up five and a quarter at 6.34. Couple of housekeeping notes here this morning. Uh, tonight at seven o'clock central time, uh, 7 p.m. Central Time. I'll be doing the next edition of the Grain Marketing 101 series. This one will be about capturing carry. Uh, this is a live stream that I do on YouTube and also on Facebook. And then, of course, the recordings are posted to uh, the podcast apps and, and YouTube and Facebook after the fact. But if you tune in live, um, it's been kind of an interactive deal the last couple go-rounds. There's a lot of question and answer. Um, I try to do my best to address any questions that, that people have during the live stream. You can just comment on the YouTube video or on the video on Facebook and I'll see all of them and uh, I'll be able to uh, kind of interact with you in real time. This has been a real good deal the last go couple times. So uh, seven o'clock central time tonight, uh, I will be doing this live stream. And then also remember guys, if you need some more information from me, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on grain marketing plan here in the upper right hand corner. Uh, for $49 a month, I will send you my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. It includes any overnight headline that you need to be aware of, um, all sorts of interesting charts and graphics and information, um, all of my grain marketing recommendations. There's also a text message service that goes along with that. It's built to your credit card automatically every month. You can cancel it at any time. There is uh, no other fee. There's no other obligation. For those of you out there who are seeking to improve your marketing, but you're just not interested in trading futures or options, uh, this is a great deal for you. There's, there's really no trading account uh, required at all. So certainly check that out. To uh, get into the headlines here this morning, USDA had some uh, projections out on Friday as part of the uh, Ag Outlook Forum. And I guess the the stuff that people were interested in to some extent were these 21-22 balance sheets. And essentially, USDA is projecting a tight U.S. corn and soybean situation to persist through the 21-22 marketing year. Uh, they pegged the, the, the carryout for that new crop marketing year for corn at $1.552 billion. Um, and that's very close to, to the projection for this year, which is $1.5 billion. Uh, they pegged the soybean carryout for 21-22 at 145 million bushels. Uh, the, the current projection for this year is 120. So if those projections, of course, were anywhere near reality, we're, we're not necessarily overvalued in terms of price, maybe maybe by a little bit, depending on who you talk to. But um, they're, they're projecting in any case that through the 21-22 marketing year, which again does not end until August 31st of 2022, they're projecting a pretty tight situation. Now, I would take all of this with a grain of salt. It's very, very early. There is so much that can happen, not only in regard to next year's balance sheets, but even in regard to this year's balance sheets, there's still a lot that can change. But uh, that was in the news. And uh, if you'd like some details on that stuff and you can't find it online, uh, shoot me an email to info at standardgrain.com. I can shoot you those balance sheets. Fund traders remain heavily along the row crop markets. Uh, this is nothing new. CFTC had their commitment of traders report out on Friday. Uh, in the corn market, it was estimated that funds were net long 317,000 contracts at Friday's close, uh, net long 140,000 contracts of soybeans at Friday's close, uh, near flat the SRW wheat market, uh, long maybe a couple thousand contracts at Friday's close. 
So this is nothing new that funds are heavy long. What's interesting is that they've been long for such an extended period of time now. Um, in corn, large money managers have been net long more than 100,000 contracts. It's early October. That is considered to be, it, it's an extended period of time in the context of the last six or seven years. Um, funds have been long more than 100,000 contracts of soybeans. It's August, and that happens a little bit more frequently. You know, prior to this year, the soybeans had, had in a lot of cases, been kind of like the long leg of, of the spread for the funds, and they'd be short corn or short wheat maybe. But they spend a little bit more time on the long side of the bean market. It's still pretty impressive here just how long this has lasted. China is seeking some major changes to its food security policy. They put out this annual, what they call a rural policy document um, last week, I believe. And essentially, this time around this year, it places greater emphasis on food security. They're calling for improved grain yields uh, over the next five years. Uh, they've always had con concern regarding food security, but I think that COVID has probably increased their concerns here in the serious, the, uh, seriousness of the issue. Uh, this is a statement from one government official. He said, the uncertainty and instability of the external situation has increased significantly on grain security. We must not take it lightly for one moment. Now, of course, China has increased imports drastically uh, this year, but the document actually focuses more on domestic production through uh, things like GMOs, uh, modern animal farming practices were mentioned. So I think that they really want to kind of get their, their domestic situation in terms of production up to speed. Some drop relief is in sight for the U.S. Plains and Western Corn Belt. In the extended forecast, the period from, say, beginning on March 2nd or 3rd through at least the 10th, there is some sizable precipitation in the forecast for a lot of Nebraska, a lot of um, southern South Dakota, western Iowa, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, uh, northern South Dakota, and, and, and most of North Dakota will, will stay on the dry side. Um, of course, this is an extended forecast. It's subject to change. Does it come in the form of rain or snow? I don't know. But uh, these areas have been in the midst of a multi-month drought, of course, and uh, any relief would certainly be welcome. Row crop export sales remain strong. Um, we had our sales report out on Friday. It was delayed last week. And uh, things were not really fantastic because China's been on, on holiday, I believe. But if you look at the total commitments for the marketing year, it's really amazing. So total corn commitments for the marketing year, which does not end until the end of August, they've already sold 88.6% of the, the export target for the entire marketing year. Uh, we've already sold 97.7% of the soybean forecast for the entire marketing year. So moving forward, you essentially need to see one of two things. You need to see USDA make upward revisions to their export forecasts, or you need to see a massive decline in sales or perhaps even large cancellations. Uh, and, and this is the reason, of course, why a lot of people believe that USDA is just too too low with our export numbers across the board. And, and that's an argument that's legitimate, uh, certainly when you look at these numbers, but a lot can happen. We've got big South American crops coming. Um, we're going to see a change in, in the dynamic in terms of export prices. Um, but, but yeah, you, you can make that bull argument for sure. Brazil's soybean harvest is delayed. Uh, one private group estimated that only 12.4% of the country's bean crop was harvested as of Friday, uh, compared to 30.5% last year, 20.6 on average. So they're way behind. And that's been the case all, all year. I mean, it started the growing season slow. They've been behind all year. March is typically the big month for Brazilian soybean harvest. Uh, Friday is first notice day for March grain futures. If you have some remaining open positions there, make sure you take a look. Uh, we get a cattle on feed report out on Friday. 
And um, we had a placements number that was a little bit different than expectation. Placements came in at 103%. They were looking for 100. Um, cattle on feed were pretty close to expectations. Marketing's pretty close to expectations. So maybe slightly negative because of that uh, placements number. Cash cattle didn't really do anything exciting last week. Uh, 112 to 115, the bulk of it at 114. Uh, in the outside markets here this morning, stock market's off. We've got the S&P down 30. The bonds are down 180. Gold's up 12 bucks. Silver is higher. The U.S. dollar is a little bit lower. Crude oil is up 62 cents in the um, April WTI at 59.87. We've got the uh, bonds lower. If you guys need some more information, again, check out my website. Remember to tune into that live stream, 7 o'clock Central Time tonight. Uh, if you need the links, they're on YouTube and on Facebook, but you can email me as well. I'd be happy to send them over. Everybody have a great day. I will talk to you tonight.